Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Remembering, it's the good morning, good morning, and I remember the, nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the morning. In the morning, <laughs> depends on, also depends on which Carolina. Mm. Point taken. Yep there there is a better one. There is a favorite child amongst the Carolinas. <laughs> I also have a preferred Virginia. Oh, yeah. West by God. <laughs> but in case you haven't figured it oh, out, yeah. I am Samara. I'm Jeannie, and this, this is talk, talk deadly, deadly to, to me. me. So we are back. Yes, with part two of John Brown's. Wait, David is it John Brown. Brown? <laughs> no, Brown. John Brown's body lies moldering in the grave. Yes, David Brown is a piece of shit. Yes, the continuing saga of David and Cinnamon Brown. <laughs> oh, poor Cinnamon. So where we last left off last week with our story, Cinnamon's been in jail for a little bit. Yeah, how many years now? It's been about, years. About four years. Yeah, she's been she's been locked up for about four years for the murder of her 23-year-old stepmother, Linda Bailey. Yeah. And when you're a teenager, four years is a very long time. 
She's 18 now. She's graduated from high school. <laughs> she still lives in the California Youth Authority. Yeah. And um, after a visit with her granddad mm -hmm. and finding out that her sis step sister oh, yeah. aunt, I still haven't figured her out. sister aunt or something. I forget. I still can't. Okay, so Linda is Patty's sister. Linda is Cinnamon's stepmother, which makes Patty her aunt-in-law. But then Linda dies. David marries Patty, yeah. which makes Patty her stepmother slash aunt-in-law. I know. It's very Hamlet and the Windsors. I can't figure it out. And then David knocks up Patty, who gives birth to Heather, who is now Cinnamon's sister cousin. <laughs> Yeah. I think I got it. Yeah. I think I got it. Yeah. It took me two weeks. But I got it. It takes a while to untangle. <laughs> and Cinnamon has finally gotten to a place where her dad's not visiting her anymore mm. and that's all she wants out of her life. Oh, poor baby. And not only is he not visiting, she's starting to realize that he's never going to come and get her out of this. Yeah. She's... In she, jail. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, now we're going to get to one of the first of many come-to-Jesus moments <laughs> that young Cinnamon Brown oh, is going to have in yes. her life. That is the hoodest name. <laughs> Cinnamon Brown. Yeah, you can tell yeah. that her mother was a child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is totally. To make that, like, the right thing to do with your time and think that it's okay. Your mom was in high school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your mother yeah. was a child when she had you. Now, while the exact date is unclear, somewhere between late 1987 and early 1988, Cinnamon gets a call out to Detective Newell. Mm -hmm. He's been, like, looking for a way to try to reopen this. Yeah. So that he can figure out what the fuck's going on, because he knows... like, everyone knows, it's like, she can't have done this. Right. She, like, why is she lying? Even if she pulled the trigger, there's yeah. no way she acted on her own. No way! She's 14. Alright. So, she gets a call out to him some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And, um, he's... She says that she wants to talk. Yay! And he's very excited about talking. Right? He's like... I've At been last. waiting for four years for yeah. this kid to come to her senses. Um, but even though she was worried, she wanted to talk, she was really worried about her safety. She didn't want her dad to know that he, she had mm. talked to Newell. Um, and she wanted to make sure that she would she would be protected because she's a little freaked out. Yeah, don't blame her. And Newell, you know, gives her all of the insurances that are needed. And he goes to the CYA, mm -hmm. not cover your ass, California Youth Authority. <laughs> Um, to go visit her, and in the book, um, when he sees her again, because remember, he's not seen her in four years. Yeah. She was a little 14-year-old when yeah. he saw her. Um, when she comes in the room on this first meeting, he's floored. He's yeah. He's now looking at a young woman. Yes. He's, he picked up a baby that was OD yeah, yeah. in a doghouse. Yeah, poor baby. And now here she is. She's pretty grown. Lost her baby fat. Mm -hmm. She's doing her makeup. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's a an eighteen year old young woman. And yeah. I guess in, in a way he, I think for him, her is this little fourteen year old waif kind of was stuck in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a little bit jarred. Yeah. By seeing her. Yeah. More of a young adult, and it was a little bit unsettling. Like, yeah. oh my god, this much time is. Yeah. So. 
she sits down with Newell and he's like, so why now? You know, why do you want to talk now? And she tells him that um, basically this isn't her problem and it's time for her dad to shoulder some of this responsibility. (laughs) She didn't do this by herself and it's time for her dad to fucking get it together. Yeah. Especially since he's not getting her out. Mm Mm-hmm. So she, bitch. Right? So she tells Detective Newell that um, David had come to her and Patty and told her that, told them that Linda and her twin brother, Alan, were making plans to kill him. Okay. Oh, God. They were after the process. Oh, the process. I almost forgot about the process. The stupid ass process. Secret process. After my pussy seen him, and he doesn't sound like Rin, but it's the only villain voice I can do. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a goodie. It's a goodie. Seen him in the after my pussy. <laughs> I got Carmen. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's like the only villain voice I can do consistently is Ren Hoek. Um, and so Patty or uh, Linda and Alan are trying to kill him, and you know David is so weak and so ill. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. can't possibly fend off this attack, Cinny. <laughs> yeah. There's so many germs in lockup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that if you can't help me with this, I'm gonna have to leave town. Mm. And of course, at this time, she's like. 12, 13. Yeah. When he starts having this conversation with her. And the prospect of her dad leaving. Well, also, you're going to believe everything your dad says when you're 12 or 13. And even though her dad is garbage, he is slightly more stable than her mother. Yeah. In the sense that he's got a stable home, Mm -hmm. he's got a substantial stable income. Yeah. Um, Him dating and marrying Linda is gross and shitty and pedophilic. Yep. But her mother has, like, different boyfriends through the years and and stuff like that. So, in a fucked up way, David is the more stable parent. (laughs) Very fucked up. I mean, he's not a good parent. No, no, no. I think her mother is a better parent. Yeah. He's not a good parent, but Mm -hmm. he is stable. Yeah. More stable than her mother as far as the home and finances Mm -hmm. go. And so, one, you're going to believe your dad. Of course. Two, you're going to believe an adult. Yeah. Three, he is a stabilizing factor in her life. Yeah. So. She has no reason to suspect he might not have her best uh, interests in mind. Right. And it would freak her out if he has to go. Yeah. Her stability goes with him. Exactly. Because there's no guarantee she can go wherever it is. Yeah. And that's what he's telling her. Yeah. So, he doesn't want to leave her behind. And then over the next couple of months... David, Cinnamon, and Patty would go on these like late night drives together. Sometimes all three of them, mm-hmm. sometimes just Cinnamon and David, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, he'd be like, we got to do something about her. We got to get rid of Linda. We oh got to do God. something. What are we going to do? She's going to kill me. She's after the puss and she's going to keep me. God. Like, and at first Cinnamon says that she's just listening because she's like, this is ridiculous. We, we There's got to be another way out. Yeah. There's got to be something else that we can yeah. do. But 
she has a child. Mm-hmm. And after months of these conversations, she falls in line. Yeah. She, uh, she gets kind of like brainwashed and indoctrinated into the the danger. Exactly. And he was going to do it for as long as that took. Yeah. So she eventually agrees to help. And we know what happened to Linda. Mm -hmm. Linda's shot twice in her bed while she's sleeping. Yeah. And after, um, and so that the, the death happens. And then after Linda's death, David just tells Cinnamon to tell the cops that she did it, but she didn't remember what happened. <laughs> and she stuck to that. She's a good kid. <laughs> yeah. And now during this conversation, Newell confirmed one of Cinnamon's worst fears. Mm-hmm. That Patty's baby was her father's. Ew. Remember when Grandpa Brown brought it up, she was like, no. my dad not. No, no. Yeah. Gross, yeah. gross. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. But Detective Newell's like, yeah. Ew. Yeah. That's your sister. Gross. And your cousin. Ew. My sister. My cousin. My cousin. My cousin. My sister. My sister. (laughs) (laughs) She's my sister and my cousin. So gross. (laughs) So convoluted and I'm mad that I sat for two weeks teasing this out because it was bothering me. (laughs) It was bugging me what to call Heather. Um... And Patty's baby, you know, David's the dad. And she had spent all of this time believing in her dad and doing what he said. And it hit her again. Like, now it's like real for real. Yeah. He never expected me to come out of jail. No. Nobody's coming for me and he's going to let me serve every single last second of this 27 years. And he replaced me. He replaced Linda. And her. He has a new daughter. He don't want that baby. <laughs> he didn't want any baby. No, remember he tried to take out all that insurance oh, yeah, on infant right. Heather and nobody <laughs> could do it. Oh, like God. nobody would give him several hundred thousand dollars worth of insurance on a newborn. Yeah. And then he also has the daughter that he had um, with Linda. Oh, yeah. Crystal, about who's about four or five years old. Mm. Um, Crystal's mostly under the care of oh um, Patty and Grandma and Grandpa Brown. <laughs> just, just hit me cinnamon crystal. These are all exotic dancer names. These bitches are all destined for a life on the pole. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not judging. No, I mean, it's a living. It's a living. It's, it could be a good living. And you're really athletic and healthy. If you can, like, I would love to take pole dancing lessons. That would be a lot of fun. It hurts. Oh, I'm sure you get bruised. But no, like on. when like to do those moves where you gotta like keep the pole and like the bend of your knee yeah. and then keep spinning at the same time. The friction burn. Mm. Oh man! But keep smiling. I, yeah, keep smiling. No, no, no. I was that. I was that kid on the monkey bars. Yeah, it's like yeah. I can't feel the friction. I'm too busy flying through the air. <laughs> you should do it. Go, I will. go get some pole dancing. <laughs> Twerk it out. Twerk it out. <laughs> now, Newell was excited to have this version of of the story on record, mm-hmm. right? He's, yeah. He's super stoked. He's yeah. Like, I'm, he's stoked to have it on record, but he still has this feeling that she's not telling him everything. Yeah. 
He's like, she's leaving something out. Yeah. Because remember, she still doesn't remember what happened. Mm, oh, she's still saying that? She's still saying that she doesn't really remember, but she's telling him about this conversation. Yeah. Or these series of conversations. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't really remember what happened. Like, okay. no details or anything, but she remembers her dad telling mm-hmm. her that they gotta get had to get rid of Linda. Mm-hmm. And that she agreed to help them get rid of Linda. Mm-hmm. But then her memory's black again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Highly suspect. Right. But he's happy to have this. Yeah. But he knows. This is movement. This is progress. More to the story. Yeah. And remember, she's been convicted. So this is all trying to get the case reopened. Yeah. So that he can try to get her out. Yeah. Something. Something's got to give. So he decides um, he needs to find a DA that is willing to explore this new information and reopen the case. Awesome. So he takes Cinnamon's story to district Deputy District Attorney Jeff Robinson. All right, Jeff. And so when Jeff hears the whole story, he looks at the case file, he looks at the trial mm-hmm. transcripts, and he looks at this new information. He's like, yeah, we're going to reopen this shit. There is <laughs> no way this fucking kid yeah. just woke up yeah. one morning and decided to kill her stepmother. Yeah. We're, Weird. We're, yeah. we're going forward. The case is reopened. Yay! <laughs> so now that the case is reopened, um, they need more information. Mm-hmm. So with um, the permission of the California Youth Authority, they wire Cinnamon up and um, they get her ready to go and tell like her to get, try to get David to talk. Oh, well, he's not coming to visit. Are they going to send her to him? No, we'll get there. Ah. So, like, basically what happens is Jeff Robinson's like, all right, we're going to reopen this case, Mm -hmm. but we need more information. So the first step, and I'm telling this out of order. (laughs) Sorry. It's fine. It was, it's been a long day of doing a lot of nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Those are important days to have. And so he goes with Newell um, to interview Cinnamon um, herself mm-hmm. and see if they can get more information about the night of yeah. the murder. So recounting her conversation with David to the investigators, um, and she didn't want to let her, you know, father leave. She was like, she, you know, like, he's going to leave town and Linda was going to do all this shit. Yeah. And, and I agreed to help. And then she says, and these are all quotes from Cinnamon Brown during their inter- her second interview mm-hmm. with Robinson and Detective Newell. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked her, David asked Cinnamon, do you love me? Ooh. Cinnamon replies, of course, don't be stupid. You're my dad. David says, how much do you love me? Oh my God. What a piece of shit. Cinnamon says, yes, I love you. I love you a lot. I love you more than anything. You're my dad. Yeah. And then David says, if you love me, you'll just trust me. I'm your father. I know what's best. Mm. And then he, and then she's like, well, of course I trust you. You're my dad. And he, then David says, I want to make sure that you will do anything for me because I'm thinking of leaving. Oh my God. What absolute garbage. Cinnamon then asks her dad if he wanted her to kill Linda. And she's like, because, you know, I like horror movies, but not like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's down for a little Friday the 13th, yeah. you were you were putting 20 on 10, old man. Yeah. 20 <laughs> on 10. Yes. 
You're asking a lot of me. Yes. That is a lot. Um, which David just said he just needed her help. Because um, he's like, of course you can't kill her. Oh, first. yeah. No, no, no. no that would be no. ridiculous. I know that Madness. you're Madness. Yeah. He's like, I know. Look. If you can do it, fine. But I know. <laughs> we'll figure. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll revisit. Out. We'll put a pin on that. Yeah, let's put a pin in, in it. it. Yeah. We'll drop a pin. Yeah. Right here. Right there. But we'll come back. <laughs> but do you trust me? Yeah. And then ultimately, Cinnamon agrees. Mm. She's going to do it. Well, yeah, he's nagging her constantly. And this went on for months. Oh, poor kid. So you figure she actually does the deed when she's 14? He's broaching the subject when she's about 12 and a half, oh, 13. Oh, God. Because it took him some Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To groom her for this. Yeah. Like, to say this is manipulation, manipulation doesn't even begin to describe what this is. Yeah. Then on March 18th, 1985, David came home and said, it has to happen tonight. Mm. He invites Grandma and Grandpa Brown over for dinner and to play cards. After her grandparents left, David took Cinnamon into the laundry room and handed her a bunch of pills. Mm-hmm. Cindy said that she was scared that all of those pills would make her sick. David explained that he just wanted it to look as if Cindy tried to commit suicide if things went wrong. Yeah. Ever the dutiful daughter. Cinnamon takes the pills. Mm-hmm. Swallows them down. Aww. The night before the plot was set in motion, David had asked Cinnamon <coughs> to write a suicide note. Oh he my told God. her to keep one version of the note with her. Mm-hmm. Then he asked her if she had made any practice notes. I think the quote was, did you write any others? You know, like trying to make it perfect. <laughs> Are there other copies? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, because I wanted to make it perfect. This yeah. is a big fucking deal. Yeah. So he sends her out to her trailer. Mm-hmm. To get all the extra copies of the note mm-hmm. and burns them in a little trash can <laughs> in, her, in her little camper trailer bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, he told her to keep the one version of the note with her. She burns the rest. He then sent her out to the doghouse. Cindy <laughs> um, says that she heard David's car drive away and then she heard two shots. Then the pills kick in. And she got super duper sick. Mm. That's when she's in and out of consciousness. She yeah. vomits all over herself while she's sitting Probably in the dog house. Saves her life. And pisses herself. Yeah. Because she's a healthy 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Whose body is like, nope, flush it out. Yeah, get, David told Cinny that if anyone asked her any questions to tell people that she did it. He also told her that it's because she was 14 and the youngest person in the house that she wouldn't get any time mm. <laughs> and the worst they could do was send her to a shrink twice a week. <laughs> when she came to, her father told her to say that she didn't rip... So, skipping, I'm all over the place. So, he tells her all of this shit. Yeah. She says that she hears the shots, the pills kick in, David comes home, he finds Linda, calls the cops, cops find her mm-hmm. in the doghouse, all fucked up. Yeah. When she comes to in the hospital... Her dad's at her side. Mm-hmm. David's right there, pretending to be a decent human, <laughs> which we know he is not, not. Not even a shred. Not even a little bit. Um, when she comes to in the hospital, 
he tells her to say that she doesn't remember anything because she would um because he was afraid that she would screw up and say something that would get the entire family in trouble. Huh. He's not entirely wrong about well, that. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's the story she tells the investigators. Yeah. And again, they're happy. Yeah, this is more, but it there's ain't. some big holes. There's right, a, because her story is still story. basically, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Her story is still, yep, my dad took, gave me these pills, and I wrote a mm-hmm. note, and then I took the pills, and, and then I heard yeah. shots, and then I'm out. Yeah. And she doesn't remember shit. Mm-hmm. So they know that there's other things going on, <laughs> but they can at least reopen. You will swing free on the breeze there. Now, it's time to wire some bitches up. Yay! This shit's about to get really fucking weird. (laughs) If you thought it was weird before. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. How's your blood pressure? (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Do you need a pill or. I I don't know. Ah, you need to cut the sodium for sure. (laughs) If you have like a vegetable plate around, that would be really good. (laughs) So. Sadly, Cinnamon's story wasn't quite enough to bring David in. Mm. So they decide to get a court order to wire Cinnamon on her next visit with her dad. Cool. Um, so basically, they send Cinnamon on like a letter writing and phone call campaign to basically <laughs> beg her father to come yeah. visit her. Because he'll come. Yeah. But she has to be like, Daddy, please, 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 please. Yeah. I'm so lonely. Daddy, 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 daddy. Yeah. Before he he actually does it. Oh, what a piece of garbage. And your child bag. The child that you sent to prison. Yeah. And tried to suicide. Yeah. Has to beg you. To come see her. Yeah. Absolute piece of trash. Oh, yeah. Now, during the visit, um, Cindy and David sat underneath, like, a big old tree. Because remember, this California Youth Authority, where she's being held, it, it does look like um like a dorm mm-hmm. like a school yeah a heavily like guarded yeah school so there's like a quad with trees mm-hmm. and picnic tables and dorms it's very humane surrounded by barbed wire and men sitting on <laughs> towers with rifles um <laughs> the huge as you do so like just kind of to set the scene that's why they're yeah. kind of like in a park setting mm-hmm. um the detectives basically wire her up and are like when you go talk to your dad we want you to go like go sit in by these benches mm-hmm. off to the side by this tree they're like probably less than 50 feet away like in a garden shed yeah. on the property mm-hmm. so keeping them kind of like away from any other visiting families yeah. but close enough where they can hear them fairly uninterrupted yeah and the youth authority is kind of in on it, like oh, yeah, yeah. shepherding people to where, like, yeah. it's still prison. If they, if the guard tells you to go sit over there and not over there, you're gonna go. That's true. <laughs> you definitely. Are. They are in a in a prime position to get all of their players where yes. they need them to be for the best recordings. So during their visit, um, Cindy starts telling David. That um, she's really confused and worried that the parole board was going to keep her indefinitely. Because mm. she's 18, so her parole is going to be yeah coming up soon. 
Um, or at least for review. Because mm-hmm. remember, she don't remember shit. Yeah. If she doesn't deal with her issues, yeah. they can keep her the whole 27 years. Oh, yeah. And she's kind of feeling like this is where it's going. Yeah. Right? I mean, she ain't wrong. Um, David was pretty flip about the whole thing. And he was like, the way he saw it, there was no way they could keep her there longer. She kept her nose clean. She graduated from high school. He knows that she's not a pain in the ass. What's the yeah. point of keeping you here? <laughs> yeah. What? He, he was like being really fucking flip. Yeah. About this whole fucking, fucking shit. Yeah. Um, Cinnamon reminded her dad about the crime she was in there for. That they wouldn't even think about releasing her um, until she dealt with Linda's murder. Mm-hmm. Remember something? Tell us something? Yeah. Something that either take responsibility for it or ideally That's true. tell us who put you up to it. Yeah. If you can't do that, yeah, you're stuck here. And eventually you're going to go someplace not as nice as the youth authority. You're right. <laughs> eventually. Things do not get better. No. Youth authority is where it's at. Yeah. Like, I never want to go to prison, but can you send me to the California Youth Authority? (laughs) Please? (laughs) If you got to. We have to do this. Like a bedroom with a little TV and some pink curtains. Yeah. And and people probably treat you halfway decent. Exactly. You know, take some courses. (laughs) Um, But at that point, she said that she was confused and her memory were all jumbled up and she needed her dad's help to make sense of it all. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, cause I remember you saying this, but then this happened and I've told, she's basically tells him I've so told so many lies. Yeah. I don't know what's true. Anymore. That I, that I don't yeah. fucking know. Um, so then she starts asking her dad why he told her that she would be out in a few months. Yeah. But that was a lie. Yeah. And ever the flim flam man, David starts spinning a story about Linda and her twin brother, again, trying to kill David to get their hands on the The company and the prices. Then he switches the story, telling Cinnamon to say that Linda wanted her out of the house and that's why she moved into the trailer, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't good enough. And then Cinnamon's like, no. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I moved into the trailer because I didn't want to share a room with Patty. Yeah. But, like, David is trying to set up the scenario where... Yeah. Um, oh, this is your motive. Right, where um, Cinnamon and Linda had conflict. Yeah. It wasn't uh, that, yeah. It, the and, and that's why she moved mm-hmm. out into the trailer, and that wasn't good enough for Linda. Linda mm-hmm. wanted Cinnamon out of their house, out of their lives, yeah. and that's... A new gaslight. Right. Right. <laughs> when the truth of the matter is they were in a smaller house then. Mm-hmm. I think like a three bedroom. Mm-hmm. And there was like five people living there. Yeah. Um, And with a new baby because yeah, yeah, she had had Crystal by then. Mm-hmm. Um, with a new baby the teenagers were going to have to double up. Mm-hmm. And Patty and Simon didn't want to share her room. <laughs> yeah. And so and she didn't want to share a room with Patty and she didn't want to move back with her mom. So that's why David bought the camper trailer hmm. and put the camper trailer in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And that's why Cinnamon lived in a trailer. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's a goofy way to solve that problem. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But now it makes, I know earlier you're like, why the fuck was that kid living in a trailer? Yeah. That's how she ended up living in a trailer. It's logical. <laughs> in a fucked up 
way, yeah. but like they're also their children just make them share the room. They'll get over yeah. it. Yeah. But But then again, like we know what a creep he is toward Patty and I could see him wanting her to have her own room. And... Right, because that's one less set of eyes on him. Exactly. If Cinnamon oh. isn't in the house in the house. Yeah. Um, Cinnamon had already creeped on some shit with them, like she'd seen them kissing mm. before. Yeah. Gross. Oh, so gross. Remember, Cinnamon's 14, Patty's not too much older than 16. Ugh. Right? Um, and he, of course, he's like, your mom wouldn't take you, and Linda wanted you out of the house, so there's your big, yeah. that's why you did it, right? Uh-huh. Right? And, you know, Cinnamon's, she's pushing back. She's like, no. That's not how it happened at all. You keep confusing me with all these lies. I just yeah. want you to tell me the truth. I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> I, I just need you to tell me what happened. I, I can't tell what really happened. And yeah, I've just told all of these lies and I can't take it anymore. So then David switches it again and says, well, Patty will just take your place. Oh, I'll just go home, and I'll go get Patty, and I'll have Patty call these people, and she'll say that she did it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they'll arrest Patty, and they'll let you out. Oh, my God. Simple pimple. Yeah. <laughs> Simple pimple. Because <laughs> that's how the law works. Yeah. I want to swap them out. Swapsies. Yeah. And he was like, so we can do that. We can do the swap, but you got to get your story straight. Yeah. So which version of the story am I gonna have Patty use yeah. so that she can take your spot? Yeah. I don't care what story you use, but you girls gotta get it straight amongst yourself if, yeah. if Patty's gonna swap with <laughs> yeah. you. I'm sure Patty's gonna be like delighted. Yeah. Cindy pushes back again and then David tells her that if they told the whole truth and nothing but the truth, the whole family would wind up in jail. <laughs> And that wouldn't be right because Cinnamon was the only one that had done anything wrong. As far as the law is concerned, yeah. David doesn't think yeah. that Cindy did anything. No. Yeah. I don't I don't think. <laughs> I know your heart is pure. <laughs> I know you're fine. But these people Yeah, the fucking law man. Man, fucking pigs. They're the, the pigs ones. The whole family. Yeah. And he had like really drilled this like we're a family, family first. Yeah. Shit. Not just into her head, but all of the Baileys mm-hmm. and all of the other Browns. Remember, they're all afraid of him. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and he's the one who carries the purse strings, too. Yeah, again, I I think, and they don't go into it, but I do think that he used his oh, yeah. money of course as did. a way to, because remember, he's no friends outside of Yeah, and he's a piece of shit, so yeah. of course he does that. Of course he does. Yeah, like, do what I say or I'm not paying your mortgage. Exactly. Do what I say or I'm taking back my car. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of shit, you, you know? need me, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they're all petrified. Yeah. Like you said, pop, the threat of poverty is abuse. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Now, as the conversation's continuing, and remember, the cops are listening to this whole thing, mm-hmm. and I think um, D- Deputy DA Robinson and Detective Newell are rock hard listening to all of this. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Leaking. They are like, like oh, I am engorged. Ooh, don't look at it. Don't touch it. I am engorged with righteous anger. <laughs> like, they, For like, sure. They're just like, oh, oh, this is getting good. <laughs> yeah. It's getting good. Get him. Get him. 
So the conversation keeps going. Cinnamon's getting frustrated. She flat out tells her dad she feels fucking stupid. I was stupid for listening to you. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I was that gullible. I was a fucking kid. Good for her. What the fuck? Uh, And she told him that she felt used, taken advantage of, and that he used how much he loves her father against her. Yeah. And it wasn't right. And it wasn't cool. and, And she is just fucking fed up. Yeah. So then David switches again. (laughs) and he tells weasel he tells cinnamon that patty's moving out (laughs) he's kicking her out of the house yeah and with patty gone they'll have nothing on cinnamon so they'll have to let her out Mm -hmm. right yeah right yeah that works none of this works that's not how (laughs) any of this works but then finally after all of this back and forth because she's pushing she's pushing and he just Wave after wave of lies. Yeah, yeah. Each more ridiculous than the one before. <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon finally asked the question that had been eating her up for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Who is the father of Patty's baby? Yeah. And she straight up asked him, are you the baby, are you Crystal's father? Or Heather's father? Mm-hmm. Of course he's Crystal's father. See, I'm getting her sister cousins confused. <laughs> Fucking all this weird. Yeah. Father, I'm your mother, I'm your sister. I don't know. I'm your cousin. Ah! So he gives, he he sticks to the story of Doug. Oh my God, fucking Doug. He sticks to the story that Patty got pregnant by some dude named Doug. (laughs) Doug. (laughs) Yeah, Doug. Doug, whatever, man. (laughs) Um, He went on to tell Cinny, that it had been, and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm kicking Patty out. Her and Doug can mm-hmm. fucking have her. Take Doug that fucking kid. Her. Getting her out. And this, that, and the other. And I'm done with women. You can't trust them. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. And then he's like, he goes on to tell her that, like, it's been so long since I've been with a woman, Cindy, that I wouldn't know what to do with one. I might be into men now. Oh my God. That is a lot of bullshit. Yeah. That is like I the whole spectrum of bullshit. Yeah, I might be in the men. I don't know. I ain't <laughs> fucking years. Except for that time I fucked your underage in-law. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So fucking gross. And Cinnamon saying that she didn't know the truth because she had only, you know, told, like, he's like, just tell him the truth. Just do it. Just tell them the truth. Whatever the truth. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck the truth is because I told them what you told me to say. Yeah. So you tell me what the truth is. I don't fucking know. Yeah. What's the truth, dad? Fucking shitty penguinito. What? You tell me. (laughs) You tell me what the truth is, you fucking Danny DeVito looking motherfucker. You tell me. Yeah. No shade to Danny DeVito, who I'm sure is a lovely man. Indeed. Um, and then David just kept explaining, um, you know, that he could arrange it so Patty could just be convicted and they would just swap out. And then, but he would always fall back on, but tell him you don't know anything. (laughs) Tell him you don't remember. So it's like, bullshit, 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 but you still don't remember. Yeah. More bullshit, but you don't remember. More bullshit, you don't remember. More bullshit. The important thing is you You don't don't remember. remember. Right. Um, so finally he, he fell back on, but you have to do this for me and keep telling him that you don't remember because of my, my bad health. Mm. 
would never survive in jail. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> Just can't be helped, baby. Sorry. Daddy's sick. <laughs> I mean, daddy is sick. Like, yeah. for real. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I'm sick. Yeah. Not the way you think I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sick. Um, and then he leaves. Like, he fucks off and goes to live his life. Yeah. His fucking weird, shitty life. He's like, I'm not going to see her again. Yeah, well, they wait a couple of weeks. And then um, Sydney strikes up another begging campaign. Yes. Come back. Come up for yeah. a visit. Again, it takes a couple of weeks of a <laughs> letter of constant. Like, she's writing a letter a day. Yeah. And calling every chance yeah. she's allowed and begging yeah. for a visit. Her piece of shit father to pay attention. And then once again, he comes up for a visit. Once again, she's wired up. She's wired up. Mm-hmm. They go off to, like, their space. Go have a chat. And this time... David brings Patty with him. <laughs> During that visit, Patty said she was willing to trade with Cinnamon as long as Cinnamon continued to say that she didn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. I'll, and she's like, I'll trade if that's what you want. Oh, I mean, my God. That's what you want to do, I guess. You know, just tell him that you don't remember. And trade. And then I'll just say that I did it, and, and then we'll just trade. <laughs> How long did they think they were going to be able to trade? Like, what, yeah. they're going to do four years each and yeah. just keep swapping exactly. it out? Exactly. Like, no, I did it. No, she did it. No, I did it. No, she did it. And they just keep swapping it out? Yeah. In perpetuity for 27 years? Yeah. How are they? I, I don't know. The, the whole plan is just trifling and confused. It really is. What the hell is going on? And remember, the cops are listening to all of this bullshit. <laughs> Rock hard once again in Gorge. Yeah. Gonna get him. Gonna get him. Gonna get him. Um, Cindy kept asking David and Patty questions, but now they got foggy memories. <laughs> like, they're, they're straight up, like, saying shit like, I don't know what you're talking about, Cindy. I only know what I read in the paper. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah. That's the game they're running. Oh, poor Cindy. So, Cindy is, like, getting fed up with them, and this is, like, the funniest shit. She's like, who the fuck are you people? <laughs> are you clones? Are you even related to me? Yeah. What do you mean you only know what you read in the papers? That what is the fuck is going on? What kind of is that? <laughs> I only know what I read in the papers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Would she... You were there. When she, in the transcript, when she accuses them of being clones, I died. That is funny. I died. <laughs> I clones? fucking died. people, what the fuck? <laughs> right? But, um, you know, David starts just... Eh. <sighs> <laughs> As he starts kicking in. Oh, you pancreas know. Oh, pain in me. Oh, you know, sitting once my liver got <laughs> fucked up. Lord, it fucked up my whole body. I can barely remember anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those heavy metals. <laughs> He's such garbage. <laughs> Weak. Weak. I, I don't know how your liver affects your memory, but <laughs> but that's his story, and he's sticking with it. So by now, it's clear to David and um, Patty that Cinnamon has, you know. That Cinnamon has no intention of letting go of the subject. No, no. She wants out. 
And um, then she brings up little baby Heather, which is a store spot. <laughs> well, I mean, remember, what's he going to do? Tell the Doug story again in front of Hattie? Yeah. Wait, I wasn't Patty down with that story? I mean, she just never stopped him from saying it. Mm. Right? Um, then she asked about life insurance on Linda. <laughs> but David said he didn't get any of the life insurance. All of that life insurance on Linda went to baby Crystal. Bullshit. Who has power of authority power of attorney over a goddamn infant exactly yeah it's her money yeah (laughs) yeah because a a fucking toddler is just writing Mm -hmm. checks and making deposits as toddlers (laughs) are wont to do yep um and and then he's like besides why would i want i don't even need that money i got the process bitch (laughs) i got money God's God's money. Yeah. I don't need Linda's fucking trifling ass Mm-mm. life insurance. That's Crystal's money. Me. <laughs> he got a little haughty for a second. Like, yeah. He was like, oh, damn. I don't need the money. Yeah. And this statement where he says that he didn't get any money off of Linda's death, mm-hmm. and that it all went to Crystal, was all the cops needed to hear to start digging into David's finances. Yes. So while they were looking... A little pre-orgasm there. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, New, yeah, right there. Newell leaked a little. <laughs> it got on his pants. <laughs> the shed is vibrating. <laughs> he leaked a little. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he leaked. Because mm-hmm. he's been waiting for yeah. like five years. years five, years. six years now, right? Yeah. His body Ooh, Here comes the good ready. show. Yeah. His ready body. to receive justice. Every fiber of his being. So I said he was, he leaked. <laughs> While looking into David's bank records, they found out that David had four, count them, four life insurance policies on Linda. Shit. Upon her death, he collected 8,043, eight, eight, it's a very big number. Six, <laughs> it's six whole digits. Oh God. So $843,000. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. $800,000. Yeah. On four life insurance. <laughs> that is a lot. And again, this is why I don't work with numbers. <laughs> and if Cinnamon had died of her overdose, mm-hmm. he probably would have collected another three or $400,000 oh, on her life garbage. as well. Garbage. Then on September 22nd in 1988, Patty and David Brown are arrested. Oh, yay! Before the arrest, well, they're now they're arrested on on um, the insurance fraud. Yeah, excellent. Collecting. It's a good start. It's a good start. It gets them in. It gets them in the system. Exactly. Which is what you need. Yeah. To hold them. Just over get like, and... one little hook in them to them. Right, because you get that little hook, and then mm-hmm. you can. Bring them in. Exactly. And then keep them away from their finances <laughs> and their life while you continue mm-hmm. And to, each other. Right. To keep looking into them. Yeah. Right? Sometimes you need to separate people to get oh, them yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Um, before the arrest, David tried to hide over $100,000 worth of jewelry. <laughs> they found it in the house. Yeah. He didn't get a chance to 
properly squirreled yeah, away. Yeah, they like put it like under a ceiling tile. Yeah, you know, it gems the... Would it be under a ceiling tile or behind a ceiling Think. tile? Above a ceiling tile? Above. Yeah. Above. Yeah, above a ceiling tile. <laughs> now, as they sat in the back of the squad car, David kept asking Patty, Who's Heather's father? Who is it? Just tell me Jesus the truth, Patty. Right. Tell me, tell me who Heather's father yeah. is. Is it Doug? Who's Doug, Patty? <laughs> oh, he's going like full on David Lynch back there. <laughs> We're, we're going full Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Full Where is Laura. <laughs> we're going Blue Velvet. <laughs> Let's get the oxygen tank going. Yeah. Who is it? Who is it, Daddy? Tell me. <laughs> um, David didn't realize it at the time, but by denying Heather was going to be one of the biggest mistakes he would make during this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Heather is Patty's linchpin. Mm. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. But there is only one thing that Patty Bailey loves more than David, and that's Heather. <laughs> Aw. As well she should. But that's that's the linchpin. Yeah. Um, when they get to the police station, David and Patty are separated. <laughs> While David was calm, um, he was determined to impress the detectives. Remember, this is a, a man... He was socially awkward with people his own age, not just women, people yeah. his own oh, age. Lord. He is desperately insecure. <laughs> He's never had a friend in his life that uh, wasn't somebody he groomed yeah, or pathetic. a direct relative yeah. or somebody that wasn't financially dependent on yeah. him. He's literally never had a friend. <laughs> and he's desperate for this kind of like yeah male machismo yeah he's desperate for he's definitely for a friend really yeah <laughs> and he wants to like make detective newell think like he's so insecure that even though he's shooting himself in the foot mm-hmm. the compulsion to make detective newell think that he's the man yeah is just way too much like i can't resist trying to impress yeah this other probably a lot more attractive virile <laughs> like I, I i want you to be yeah. my friend yeah even though you're here to arrest me i kind of want you to yeah. be my friend you come into my orbit you fool ha 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 yeah be my friend please dear exactly god. dear god so, so it's basically like anytime clark's around bruce yes <laughs> yes yes please think i'm cool Please yes. think I'm cool. And guess what, Clark Kent? Bruce, don't think you're cool. <laughs> Hell no. He's got ten ways to exterminate you right now. You know what's fucked up about that? Superman really honestly does not understand that the only reason Batman tolerates him is because he's a low-rent xenophobe that don't want nobody <laughs> from other planets coming into his shit. Right? <laughs> he is Keep like, your enemies closer. <laughs> He wants Earth for humans, you alien motherfucker. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's like a low-red xenophobe. Yeah. The dope one. Everyone has a little garbage streak in them. That's That's it. That's it. Only he's just, like, too fundamentally decent to really 
acted out, but he's waiting for you to fuck up. Mm -hmm. And Clark, he's got ten different ways to exterminate you at any given moment. Earth is for humans. (laughs) Fucking Kryptonian piece of shit. (laughs) You're lucky Lois is keeping tabs on you. I'll kill her too. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Fucking Lois Lane. She'd be tougher to kill. She'd be tougher to kill. No, she'd be too busy mourning Clark. It would actually be pretty easy. Mm, that's true. She would, like, fall apart for, like, the week that she falls apart yeah, yeah, immediately after her week. death. After his death. after death. that, it's the general's daughter looking for you. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got one week to take Lois out <laughs> while she's in her feelings. And he would do it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Give a fuck, yeah. earth-trading bitch. <laughs> I don't know why I've just made Batman horrible xenophobes. Because he kind of. Everyone has their garbage streak. Clark is a narcissist. (laughs) He's a little xenophobic. But only against people from other planets. (laughs) As long as you came from Earth. (laughs) He's cool. But if you came from, like, Like another moon, you might have problems. He's gonna have a shoe with you. He's cool with Martian Manhunter. That motherfucker's mm-hmm. suspect. <laughs> Straight up I from Mars, know. the last of them indeed. Fuck you, shape shifting <laughs> motherfuckers. That's what Clark fucking says. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tired of all you last motherfuckers showing up on my planet with all your cousins mm-hmm. <laughs> and a dog. I know the dog. I got my own dogs. I don't need your weird fucking His alien dog. His dog is a better dog. His dog is a better dog. Ace the bat dog. Yeah, yeah. Ace the bat hound. He gets better once they quit making him wear the mask. <laughs> yes. In the fucking cape. He yeah. gets to just be a dog. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a tangent. It, 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 it was, but I do like Batman cursing out aliens. <laughs> I don't know why I think that that you tickles. You told me what? <laughs> I, I, like, it tickles me to think of him sitting in the Batcave just like going on this xenophobic anti-other yeah. galaxy yeah. <laughs> It tickles me. It tickles the fuck out of me. The lanterns are really pushing it. If it wasn't for Hal? Well, you, he's let some alien in him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that ring, motherfucker. I got you. <laughs> Get that fucking ring and I will get you together, Hal Jordan. <laughs> Alien loving motherfucker. You <laughs> to the re-education camp with you. I see you. I see you, Hal. <laughs> Every superhero has an inner fascist. Every one of them. Probably. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, not even probably. Even it's Constantine. True. This is true. <laughs> so... <laughs> Back to David's desperate attempts to make Detective Newell be his friend yeah. while he's under arrest. <laughs> um, when he was asked, um, so he interviews David, and David's like doing the machismo, yeah, chain smoking. Oh lord! They said that by the time Newell was done with the interview, the inside of the <clears throat> room was like blue gray. <laughs> That's a lot of cigarettes. He. That's impressive. He's supposed to be mourning his, mm-hmm. grieving his 
well, it's been some years, but yeah. we're talking about his dead wife and his daughter being in yeah. prison, and he talks about all the sex him and Linda had. Ugh. Ugh. He's like, and we never did the same position twice. Like, she used to, like, drive me nuts, and yeah. that's what I missed. And Yeah, he's trying to have locker room talk in the interrogation room. Yeah. What an idiot. No wonder he doesn't have friends. Yeah, because he's grossly fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And gross. So Newell finishes that up and he's just like, leaves the room like, yeah. <laughs> Gross. That guy, ooh. ooh. He's a lot. Yeah. Um, When he goes down, um, you know, down the hall and he's asking, you know, what happened the day Linda died. Of course, David doesn't remember anything. Of course not. David remembers nothing. And then of course he opines about all, basically the, the conversation is all about how he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. He's got all these health issues. <laughs> but how much sex he has. Gross. Ah. Uh. So I'm on death's door, but I like to fuck. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, locker room talk while he's arrested. Yeah. Dipshit. Oh, he's. I'm glad he's a dipshit. Yeah. He said that he would never love anybody the way he had loved Linda. Because, <laughs> you know, they like to fuck. Yeah, he's never loved. Yeah, he's never been fucked the way he's fucked Linda. But remember, oh. he told Cinnamon that he hasn't fucked so long. Yeah. That he might be into men now. I'm practically impotent. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. I'm gay. Now I'm gay. Right. right. But to these dude bro detectives, it's all about how much he bangs. Yeah. <laughs> Women! I bring women! <laughs> he also told them that Linda was a drug dealer that wanted to kill him for control of the business. <laughs> and then he started... Someone's w- been watching too much Miami Vice. Mate, girl. <laughs> um, and then he went on to whine about the emotional pain of losing Linda. Oh, for fuck's sake. And when Newell asked David if he remembered the night Linda died, David said that he didn't remember the specifics of the night... But then launched into another 15-minute diatribe about all the sex him and Linda had that day. Oh, for fuck. Oh, God. Nope, I don't remember. But let me tell you about how she jerked me off. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> oh, gross. That was, I read the, tra- I've, I read the transcripts. Oh. Yeah. so gross. I can't remember anything specific except for all the head I got. Yeah. Gross. We fucked seven ways from Sunday, but other than that, I don't remember. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and Newell is just like, uh Yeah. Dude. Uh. Gross. But he has to like keep a straight face and just like well, you have take to. it in. Yeah. I know those interrogation videos can be so fun. You, you, you just see like the squirming worm and this guy, it's like who can't laugh or yell or emote. Just like, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. And Newell was really good at doing the kind of aw shucks. Mm. Look, let me just tell me, yeah. and we'll get you through this. We yeah. just gotta. I'm your safe space. Yeah, we just gotta get through. Yeah, we just you, all the dick. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Got all the head that day. Great, fantastic. Mm. All of the hand jobs, really. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. We're just gonna get through this. Just get through this. <laughs> um, down the hall, Patty's memory is equally messy. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. They asked her about her relationship with David, and um, she said that he was her father, even though not her bio dad. Uh, 
he basically she's like well he's he's like he's my father he's your father no not my real father but i've known him since i was yeah. six years old yeah i've lived with them since i was about 11 yeah, i've been fucking him since i was six she denied a sexual relationship ah. ah got it she denies that <laughs> she goes straight into the like no he's like a father to me yeah. like i like i loved my sister i love him like a dad yeah mm-hmm. all of that bullshit gross um and she refused to implicate david in anything hmm. and they're just like all right well you fuckers are held over for trial so <laughs> <laughs> next yeah well because they have enough with the insurance they're, they basically can improve bare minimum they can prove it's insurance fraud yeah because now they got the eight hundred thousand dollars on linda Mm -hmm. the life insurance policies on cinnamon if she would have died yeah the attempts to take life insurance out on on little baby heather not to mention the 17 plus car accidents and things (laughs) oh yeah i almost forgot about the stupid car accident that he had been yeah so they basically get enough he's well-practiced garbage yeah and they basically have enough to Hold him over for trial for the insurance fraud stuff. Okay. Bare minimal. Yeah. It's something. It's yeah. not what they want. But not it's ideal, they, but it's a start. they'll take. So, right before they went on to their preliminary trial, Cinnamon calls Newell up one last time. And she just says that she's going to tell them again about the night that Linda died. Yeah. And this time... She admits that she's the one that pulled the trigger. Good girl. Get it out. Yeah. Get it out. She's like, I'm gonna like this is the real, like, no fucking around this time. I remember everything. I always have. (laughs) We're really gonna get the real tea. Yeah. Because all we've gotten is these weird bits and pieces that all revolve around I don't remember this. Yeah. Right? So she told them that David had told her. To go into the doghouse and shoot herself in the head when the deed was done. Mm-hmm. He wanted her to shoot herself in the head, but graze herself so that she wouldn't die. Yeah. He didn't want her dead. He just wanted yeah. her dead. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's totally normal. Um, yeah. Well, a graze would be convincing. Yes. Cinnamon said that she was scared to shoot herself, and that's when David gave her the pills. Ah. Because if you're not going to willingly commit suicide for me, I gotta OD you. Yeah. You're not going to shoot yourself. So his plan all along was to have her go in there, shoot Linda, mm-hmm. go to the doghouse with her little suicide note in her pocket, yeah. off herself, mm-hmm. and then he was free and clear murder-suicide. Yeah. yeah. But. Nice and buttoned up. And she just didn't have the decency to die from an overdose. <laughs> Fucking ungr- rotten daughter. Fucking ungrateful brat. Yeah. All I wanted you to do is OD on these pills, and you can't even do that after, right. After, after, all I've I've done murder my wife. Yeah. Yeah. OD on these pills. And we're good. We're golden. Give me three hundred thousand dollars through dying. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here you live. Um, David marched Cindy into Patty's room, and Patty handed Cinnamon the gun. David told him to get it done tonight, and then he drove off because he's a cowardly sack of shit yeah. that has to get children <laughs> to commit his murders yep. because he doesn't have the balls to do it himself. Amen. 
Like, like garbage. You shouldn't kill people. No. I'm I'm firmly against murder, so let me go on record for that now. <laughs> I'm firmly anti-murder. I know yeah. it's a controversial step. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to cause drama. I know being anti-murder is Yeah, it is it's out yeah. there. It's mm-hmm. fringy. I get it. It's radical. It is. It and Extreme. I get Extreme. Extreme. But it's what I believe and I stick with that. <laughs> but if you're going to Yeah, do it yourself. Don't get children don't, to do don't it. Don't pull anybody into it. You're yeah. either going to fucking nut up and kill this bitch or yeah. you're just going to let her leave and do you want the alimony or whatever. But if you're going <laughs> to fucking do it, if you're going to fucking do it, yeah. do it yourself. Yeah. Don't rope other people into your murder. Yeah. Ass. Nut up. <laughs> yeah, fucks. So he drives off. Patty told Cinnamon that she had to go into the room where Linda was sleeping and pulled the trigger. Cinnamon did what she was told, and she went into the room. She took a pillow and put it over the muzzle (laughs) like David had instructed. Yeah. Just to try to muffle the sound. Yeah. Which is stupid. It is. It's so something you see in the movies. And even then, it doesn't work. No. It's just so stupid. It's just like, (laughs) what, you throw feathers for no reason? (laughs) Now you're making a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and what happens if it's memory foam? Well, memory foam didn't exist. Then never That's mind. True. It's a whole new... We wanted to add a level of showbiz to it. Yeah. So she puts the pillow in front of the muzzle of the gun, just like she was told. <laughs> and pulls the trigger. The shot went into Linda's side. Mm. Cinnamon tried to shoot again, but the pillow got stuck in the hammer of the gun. Um, because when you blow a hole into a pillow with hot lead, yeah, the fabric doesn't always stay yeah. in place. Nope. So she shot through it, blew a hole through the pillow, mm-hmm. and then the blowback of the fabric gets stuck in the hammer. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a child. Exactly. Um, let's see, where is I? Um, so the she tries to shoot again. The pillows jammed the hammer. Um, Cinnamon freaks out when she goes into the other room where Patty is holding baby Crystal, mm-hmm. freaking out that she can't get the second shot. Yeah. Linda is mortally wounded. Mm. Like she's moaning. Yeah. And she's kind of like still half asleep. Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah, she's moving around and she's moaning. Yeah. Not yeah, we- she has no idea what just happened to her. Right. But she's definitely more wounded. She got her in the gut. Yeah. Mm. Um. So she goes where Patty is. Patty's holding Crystal, her little niece, mm-hmm. doing her thing. And Cinnamon's freaked out that she can't get off the second shot. So together, with little baby Crystal in between them. God. So Patty's holding Parenting. the baby with yeah. one hand and helping Cinnamon unjam pillow fabric from the gun with the other. They're lucky they didn't shoot themselves or that fucking baby. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. She's literally got a baby on her hip while they're trying to unjam <laughs> a loaded fucking gun. Also, children. Yeah. <laughs> this These children. This is the kind of Bugs Bunny shit that <laughs> happens when you 
solicit children yeah. for your That's murder. Funny. Yeah, that is. Well, you just is a, a... you just imagine a fucking fourteen year old and like a sixteen year old mm-hmm. with a baby wedged between them, yeah. trying to pull a pillow. Yeah. out of a loaded thirty eight. <laughs> How ridiculous is that image in your mind? It is retarded. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It, well, we're not talking about people. We're talking about the acts, I guess. <laughs> but it's a mess, and they really could have killed that baby. Yeah. Or each other. Yeah. No, you're right. They're lucky. They're really lucky. You know, they say God protects babies and fools, mm-hmm. and I will let you decide which side these they people They were both. Are. They are simultaneously <laughs> babies and fools. They are foolish babies. And God was just like, I'm going to just let this ride. <laughs> But just, whoo, y'all just checking all the boxes. Let me just let this go. Just let this go. <laughs> so they get the gun unjammed, and Cindy goes back into Patty's room, or goes back into Linda's room. And Linda's moaning and, and like half asleep, half yeah. dying. Cinnamon shoots again, and the second shot left Linda silent and still. Mm like she was already half gone yeah next she took her suicide note went outside to the doghouse like she was told and waited for the pills to kick in shockingly while cinnamon knew that her dad had set her up to go to jail she still seemed oblivious to the fact that he tried to kill her Mm. it still hasn't yeah clicked yeah in her brain probably because she didn't die (laughs) yeah but like it's like now I live that was the plan that was that was the plan here I am well I guess he said like graze yourself don't die yeah yeah. don't die yeah don't take these but don't die (laughs) but it's like when she's telling them the story like the real and this is like the real truth now Mm -hmm. right yes she did shoot Linda yeah and this is how she did it but now they already have the whys yeah right she did it for her dad who did it for the insurance Mm -hmm. well I think he did it for two reasons. Ooh, excuse me. Yes, insurance, $800,000. Oh, sure, yeah. Agreed. Also, Linda had aged out. Yeah. She was 23 with a baby. She was all oh. woman. Yeah, also she would probably get in the way of him getting to the next target, her little sister. Probably. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was going to stop that. I mean, assuming that she was starting to notice. Yeah. But when she, <laughs> yeah, she'd aged out. The relationship was over. She was going to take her little sister with her. I think the relationship was over for David, not for her. Mm. Nothing, and you're right that it's possible that because she was a mother, because she was older, Mm -hmm. she may have started to notice something going on between David and Mm -hmm. Patty. Um, As far as the book goes, um, the story up until now, it doesn't seem that she did. Okay. It was Um, a matter of time, though could have been it it that is definitely within the realm of possibility mm-hmm. but for all intents and purposes everybody seems to say that um linda was very happy with her life mm-hmm. she had her she had the husband she mm-hmm. had the money she had the baby she was good it's possible mm-hmm. that it it could have all fallen apart in a year yeah. or three but i think um while it wasn't over for linda at that point mm-hmm. it was definitely over for oh yeah david. clearly he <laughs> clearly Cause I don't like. He's looking at her like she's a twenty-three-year-old hag. Yeah, <laughs> she's practically dead. Yeah, I mean his tastes run pre-pubescent. Ugh. 
he's a fucking pedo. Yep. Ugh. So yeah, I think greed and just wanting a, a younger yeah. model is mm -hmm. why you did it. something and I need a release. Well, you know, Linda's dead. Oh, Poor Linda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, poor yeah. Linda. Yeah. Like, how dare she turn 23? <laughs> how I, dare she? I mean, we're already not allowed to be 40, but how dare she be 23? And consumed with something that's not this gross little penguinita. So, yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm mad. Well, we'll relieve some of the pressure a little bit. Because it's time for the, the best, best song, song of, of the week. week. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate. Which reminds me, I have to finish bedazzling that money gun. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing. It's a saga. <laughs> saga of my money gun. <laughs> it's going to be great. This, uh, suffice it to say, if you have a money gun at work, kids, someone's going to pass it around. It's going to end up in a yeah. lost and found and then tossed out by building security. Just be, careful with your, just be careful with your money gun. All right. Mm -hmm. Be careful with your toys at work. <laughs> because people want your toys. Yeah. People want your toys. People want your guns. Especially accounting. Fucking Karen in accounting. <laughs> I don't even know if there is somebody named Karen in our accounting department, but I There's just think everybody yeah. is always Karen a Karen. Karen from finance. Exactly. <laughs> but. Best song of the week. Yes. So today we're getting into some Arch Enemy. One of my favorites. I love the title. Arch Enemy is such a fun band. <laughs> and everyone should have an Arch Enemy. Yeah. I probably got a few. I saw them. Um, <laughs> when did I see Arch Enemy? It was last year. Like yeah. October. I saw them with the um, high season. Yeah, it was Arch Enemy, Amon Amarth, and somebody else that I'm blanking on because I probably didn't care about the first, first, <laughs> first, first opener. But it's fine. I'm sure they were fine. I just can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a good show. And they did this song at that show. It is You Will Know My Name. Yes. Brutal. Nice guitar work. Yeah, they always have good stuff. Mm. I love her voice. Yeah. Her voice is everything. Yeah, that it would kill me though. I'm impressed with anyone that can sing like that. I mean, every time I listen to Arch Enemy, it reminds me that I need that lady to come back so that I can take vocal lessons. Yes. Because my growl is not deep enough. Yeah. <laughs> And there's the way to do it right, to do it safely. Because you want to learn to do it and not like hurt your Oh voice. yeah, because that, that scratch. Yeah. I can do it, but um, it scratches a little bit. Yeah. But there is, like, there's a way to properly do it. They're called phantom vocal cords. Ooh. 
fancy. Yeah, so there's the way to do it and not actually hurt yourself and end up with nodules on your throat yeah. like James Hetfield. Yeah, um, and Henry Rollins. Yes, um, <laughs> is to learn how to use your phantom yeah. vocal cords. Yeah. Which is why I wanted the vocal lessons so I can learn how. Basically, yeah. I want to be able to murder everything at karaoke. Yeah. That is the whole point of this. <laughs> And singing, it's like an athletic endeavor. You can learn to run correctly. I mean, you can run wrong. Yeah. You can climb wrong. You can, we uh, we sit wrong. Yeah, this is all about <laughs> winning at karaoke. Yes. And yes, I'm very well aware that most karaoke nights don't win anything. That's true. But I need to win <laughs> karaoke. That's how you win it. Yes. I won karaoke at the at the office holiday party. I brought the house down with Inner Sandman. <laughs> yes. Come at me, bro. Come, ba- Come at me, bro. <laughs> One of my coworkers came up after me and did Total Eclipse of the Heart. Bitch, oh, please. For fuck's sake. Bitch, please. <laughs> Get you out. can't follow Enter Sandman. Get out. The Sandman has entered. It's over. But I won karaoke. No prizes were handed out by you. No prizes were Just handed out. Respect and fear. But I won karaoke. Probably frightened a handful of my coworkers that don't know me well in the process. A little um, show of dominance at work is really required, actually. My growl is better than yours. <laughs> and that's all you know. Exactly. Although I had to drink. So much water after that song because doing that transition from the growl to the yeah. clean part always hurts. Yeah. But I can pull it off if I need to. <laughs> but yeah. But that's I why love. vocal lessons. Yes. God, I love this voice. Yeah. And they are so fun in person. Oh yeah? Fuck it. This is the second, third time I've seen my channel. Nice. Now, is that with this, this new singer? Or no, the first the two times I saw um, Arch Enemy was with their original singer, Ankala. Ankala. Yeah. Not like Merkel. No. Megan, not Merkel. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was with their original singer, and it was um, on a, oh God, it was a charity tour for like human rights. Cool. And she encouraged all of the boys to talk to the latest. You never know your future life could be here. <laughs> Which I thought was adorable. She yes. was like, quit being fucking awkward neckbeards and yeah. talking to these chicks. I'm going to matchmake. She was kind of. She kicked and angst in the, the crowd. She you did go a little. With her, you ask her out. She did a little. She was like, <laughs> there are a lot of ladies here. <laughs> Talk to them. She was totally like that. She's like, do not be afraid your future life could be here. <laughs> Which makes sense. Like, she likes what you like. Just don't be a gross neck beard. Yeah, right. Ugh. And that was the, the best, best song of the week. Becoming closer just to kill Don't you fix your eyes on me now. You know they're never gonna help us. We never said you'd come back home. End of the way when the thieves tell. I told you it was going to be a journey. Yeah, it has been. This guy is the worst. I say that every week. 
<laughs> I say that every week, but he's really, like, this is your child. Yeah, again. This is the kid. This is someone who just implicitly trusted you. And loved you more than yeah. life itself. Yeah, you don't deserve that. What the fuck? What loved the you fuck? so much, she would literally, she killed Yeah, for you. Because, like, she was afraid you weren't going to be in her life anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you make her beg to come see her. And he's just trying to weasel every which way out of... Like responsibility. But let me tell you about that hand job Linda gave him right before she died. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you about that handy. (laughs) Woo, child. (laughs) That handy, though. Yeah. That handy. Love me. Love me. Accept me as an alpha male. Please. Be my friend. I've never I'm had a so friend. alone. <laughs> 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 oh, there's going to be more mooing like a sick sad cow. Yeah. <laughs> In the sick sad world. <laughs> yeah. So while David and Patty are waiting their trial, the preliminary hearings and stuff are over, mm-hmm. Cinnamon's made her big confession. <laughs> So now we're getting them on the insurance stuff and the conspiracy to mm-hmm. commit murder Yay. on Linda. But you got to put them in the jailhouse yeah. while you're, yeah. like, you don't just go to trial, like, that same day. Justice is slow. Yeah. So slow. Um, David was writing letters to <clears throat> Patty practically nonstop. <laughs> and he would write her letters both as David mm-hmm. and Doug. Doug? Oh, my God. Yeah, we're just not letting Doug go. Well, because he and, Doug, and like he would write the letters as David, well, as himself, yeah, and be like, "Oh, Patty, blah blah blah. Doug is such a lucky guy. Oh my God, be with you." So we're talking about some Bruce Banner levels of multiple personality. Right yeah, now. <laughs> and then he'd write letters <laughs> as write letters to her as Doug. Oh, oh so, baby, I miss you so much. So I can't wait for me, you and Heather to be a family. Oh, I stuff these letters down his gullet. <laughs> it's like, die. And, and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so he's writing love letters and shit. Oh. As both. His child bride. <laughs> also, in the letters as David, yeah. he reminds her about marital fidelity. <laughs> And how a wife cannot be compelled to testify against That's her That's really important. Even though he denied that they had a sexual relationship yeah. and that they're married, remember yeah. that they can't force you to testify against me because I'm your husband. Yeah. But we never fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm We're your husband. Married, but. But. Yeah. But, but. Weasel. That part. Weasel. And then Doug is like, I love you, and I can't wait to see you again. How's my child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord. Complete no. um, garbage. Patty may be young and naive, and she's not completely stupid, and she stops answering <laughs> his letters. Good for her. A couple of months away from him. Yeah. And she starts to rethink yeah. Her life choices. Yeah. Can we call them life choices, though? No. No, because she's been groomed since she was six or seven, right? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. she's known him. She meets him when she's like six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. He officially kind of gets in there, for lack of a better term, <laughs> yeah. um, when she's around 11. Yeah. Gr- we'll, yeah. We'll get there. But... So, yeah, free will is definitely in question here. <laughs> yeah, so she starts to evaluate the course yeah. That her life is Yeah, for the first taken. time in a long time, she's no longer getting a dose of the Kool-Aid. Right. 
And when she's brought to court for David's hearing, um, when David sees Patty take the stand, <laughs> to say that he went white is an understatement. <laughs> he shat his soul. <laughs> like, yeah. Pew. It wouldn't have been a big part. No. It would have been like a pew. Yeah, like he, like his soul left his ass, left his body through his asshole when he saw Patty take the stand. Oh, what a world, what a world. Yeah, because you know she's, he could just tell. Yeah. That like she went up there and you remember she's like 20 now. Oh yeah, about to age out. But like she went up there and you could just tell by her demeanor mm-hmm. she wasn't having it. <laughs> Good for her at last. She wasn't having it. She was over it. She was ready to spill. She was ready to take her medicine. Mm-hmm. She was... Yeah. Had it. Absolutely had it. And you know why she had it? Why? Because he kept denying Heather. <laughs> Remember, the only thing she loves with David and that baby, and David's fucking up her baby. Yeah. She ain't. Fuck you. Yeah. Heather is everything. Having a child changes a person that's yeah. not David Brown. <laughs> yeah. And much like Linda, David quit being a priority once that baby came. Yeah. And <laughs> that's just, why he doesn't like babies. And much like Linda, after she has that baby, mm-hmm. her body changes, her priorities change. Yeah. And she starts aging out of what he likes. Yeah. And on Ugh. top of that, he's no longer the center of their universe. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Not gross. So, Patty, talking to the um, prop, has been talking to the prosecution. He said that he had suspected that somebody had been messing with her head and he was right. Mm. Um, The truth of the matter, though, like I said, um, that just being away from David and being allowed to, like, have her own priorities and think for herself, she decided to make herself and her daughter... A priority instead of David. Bottom line. And you know what? If he would have just accepted that Heather was his daughter and been more forthright and honest about that, she probably wouldn't have flipped. Yeah. He might have gotten away with it. Yeah, but he made her choose. And she chose (laughs) her baby. And I'm not mad at her. No. I mean, she's the world's shittiest sister. And there's... Yes. But but I am am not mad. But that was like... I think that was the first choice she's made in a long time. If ever. Choosing that baby. Yeah. If ever. Because, yeah, she's a, she's a shitty sister for going along with it, but yeah. he manipulated her just yeah. as oh, much totally. as he manipulated Cinnamon. So yeah. would she have gone along with this plan to kill her older sister if not for his... Inf- Fuck no. You know? Um, Patty told the cops that for the first five, for the first half of the five years that she lived with Linda and David were fun. They were a normal family. Like I said, she um, she moved in with them when she was around 11-ish. Mm, yeah. Um, and she moves in with them because she's being interfered with by another family member. Gross. Poor baby. So there's another, there's a late night freaky uncle. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Is messing with Patty. And so she goes to live with her big sister and her husband. Mm-hmm. Out of the frying pan and into the fucking fire. Yeah. Like, they're both garbage, but god damn it, she may have been better off yeah. staying where she was. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
true. Like, like would it's that person up. have gotten her involved in a murder? I don't know. Probably not. I know. Like a pedophile I, and a murderer versus wow. just a plain pedo. <laughs> Oh okay, God. these are all bad choices. I know, but there is a spectrum of garbage. <laughs> They're both bad choices, oh, right? Yeah. Nobody yeah. should be with a pedo. No, ever. But a regular pedo versus a murdering pedo. <laughs> Even though they're both garbage. And I'm mad that she had to make that choice between staying with this pedo and ending up with a murdering pedo. Lord. Um, But not long after Crystal arrived, that is Linda's baby with David, um, David started talking about how Linda had changed and she wasn't fun anymore. Because she's a 23-year-old woman. A woman. (laughs) That wants to just take care of her baby. Yeah. And... Yeah, she's normal. Yeah. She's a normal human being. We just had a baby. Yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, the truth of the matter, Linda's 23. She's a new mom. David's not the center of her universe. Yeah. Ugh. And that fucked with him. Like a lot. And she, oh, she's 23. Ugh. Hag. <laughs> Crone. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, because as we know, his taste well. Ugh. Um, Patty told them that maybe um, one day, you know, David was like, hey, one day we could uh, accidentally shoot Linda. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Patty should take her place. Wouldn't she like that? And she's had a crush on him since she was six. Yeah. Uh... Six, seven years old is yeah. when she first starts crushing yeah. on him literally her entire life poor baby i mean she had fantasies about taking her sister's place mm. but in like a kid way yeah, very immature yeah yeah like very like i don't understand the repercussions i just know yeah. my sister has the boy this. i like yeah i want it i want it i want it i want to be like my older sister with a guy like yeah. this this guy literally because i'm yeah i'm a baby and i don't know better exactly um, Patty's cooperation laid out that um, how over the course of about six to eight months, David manipulated his daughter and his sister-in-law into killing his wife. Yep. Ultimately, she corroborated everything that Cinnamon Yay! said in her final statement. Good for her. Um, and David shat his soul the entire time. Squeaking out. That's a fun soul, though. Yeah, his soul's not fun. <laughs> it's just slowly leaking out of his asshole. Yeah. Um, during the preliminary hearing, Patty opened up even more about her relationship with Ooh. Up until she was 11 years old, like I said, um, Patty loved David like a father. Yeah. Was... Oh, yeah. That's the appropriate response. Remember, she's from a big family of 11, yeah. single mom with a drinking problem. Yeah. He's helping them with the groceries and the light mm. bill and the rent and the things and the that. He's like Santa. He's Santa the Easter Bunny. Yeah. And a dad all Everything. in one ugly he's penguinito God. package. Yeah. Yeah, basically. He's a God. He's a doctor. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but 
when she was 11, that was also the year that David began to interfere with her sexually. Mm. And like I said, the sad irony is that she moved in with them. Yeah, to get to away from To get that. away from somebody that was abusing her. <laughs> um, but at this point, though, by the time David swoops in yeah. and starts fucking with her, yeah. sadly, Patty's so accustomed to the to being interfered with yeah. that... Yeah, this, this is, is just normal. This is just another day in the life for her. Yeah. Aww. If anything, she was fine with it because at least David was kind to her. Yeah. Unlike... And she liked him. She liked him and he was kind, mm-hmm. unlike the uncle or whoever the fuck it was yeah. that she was running away from who was yeah. a lot meaner, possessive, yeah. verbally abusive, scared her a lot. Yeah. David was... Ugh, what a low bar. Yeah. It is a ridiculously low bar that's set somewhere around, I don't know, the Earth's liquid magma. That's how low (laughs) that bar is set. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. That's why I have nothing but empathy. Yeah. For her. And cinnamon. Yeah, I have nothing but empathy for them. They <laughs> they had literally no choices. Everything's being dictated to them. Yeah. And they're so young that they don't know any better. So she has her moment on the stand. We have soul ass leakage. Yes. And David had reassured her um, during their encounters. Um, if she ever questioned him or like, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, he was like, no, no, no. It's fine. This is how all daddies teach their daughters about uh, love. <laughs> Gross. Um, and she said it started with fondling her chest, saying that he was helping her grow breasts. Oh, God. So weird. And then they moved into oral, and I'm just not yeah. gonna. Yeah. yeah. It escalated, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. By the time she was 15, Patty was a willing participant in a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean... As willing as a 15-year-old can be with yeah. a fucking 30-year-old man, but yeah, no objections. Yeah. And like a lot of kids in this situation, or just kids in general, even if something horrible like this hasn't happened, you think you're in control. Oh, yeah. You're, oh, you're not. Yeah. You know, you're, you're feeling good things. You feel good. Surely this is all right. But it's like, it's like giving a 14-year-old cocaine. Yeah. They're going to do it, think it's fun, have no idea what it's doing to them. Exactly. Like, physically, like, the ramifications on their little brains and lungs. And... Exactly. So, she's got the illusion of free will here. Yeah. But yeah. it is assuredly an yeah. illusion. She knows she's not being hurt. <laughs> right, because the person she ran so away from was yeah, abusive. Yeah. Well, so was David, but different. Yeah. Again, he's low not like, bar down to the magma. It's, it's a ridiculously low bar. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, they were having an affair by the time she was fifteen. Ugh. Um, Patty would later say that she loved her sister, but she loved David more. <laughs> and David was dumbfounded. He he couldn't believe that she was testifying against him. <laughs> um, she then declared that David Brown was Heather's father. And yes. that she had never been with another man other than David Brown. She doesn't know who the fuck Doug is. <laughs> who the hell is Doug? Yeah, who the fuck is Doug, yeah. David? Oh, wait, you made him up? <laughs> yeah. 
And just before I forget, neither Patty or Cinnamon were given time served or plea agreements for this. They just fucking did it. Mm -hmm. Good for them. They just eventually decided enough's enough. Yeah. And did the right thing. All David had to do was claim Heather. <laughs> Literally, all he had to do was claim his daughter. Did. She probably wouldn't have flipped if he would have. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. He's such. See, he's such a dedicated piece of shit. <laughs> all he had to do is be like, "Yep, that's my baby." Yeah. When the testimony was over, Patty was taken to juvenile court because she was seventeen when the crime was committed. Mm -hmm. Even though she's like twenty one now. Yeah, because it's been like five, six years. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's 21 now, but she was 17, so they just took yeah. her to the <laughs> youth court. Yeah. To be tried as she a minor. She's very lucky. Yeah. Because they could have chosen not to do that. I think everybody involved... For once, the law worked like it was supposed to. Good. Like, <laughs> everybody... It's rare. Everybody involved at every step of the way knew that these kids had been interfered with mm. and they would have not have done what they've mm -hmm. done if not for yeah. somebody's oh, interference. Yeah. Absent David Brown. None of this happened. Yeah. And everybody was just working and biding <laughs> their time until one of them said something yeah. so that they could get them out of this fucking mess. Yeah. That is so rare. In our criminal justice system. Yeah. Especially with kids. Yeah. They're just as quick to try you as an adult. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Oh, absolutely. And this is like 1989. So it's not yeah. like. Yeah, that's just as like the, the, the crackdown on crime shit was really ramping exactly. up. Exactly. So we've got kids all over the country that are getting wrapped up in shit that they don't understand and being tried as adults at 13, 14, 16 yeah. years old yeah. and spending the rest of their lives in ass-pounding grown-up jail. Yep. They don't always get the benefit of the of the California Youth Authority and yeah, being in the dorms. Yeah. And for once, everybody involved in this case was a decent human <laughs> being that just bided their time yeah. to get the information mm -hmm. and get this whole thing going. Um, David was hauled over for his murder trial. <laughs> and while awaiting trial, David began formulating a plan to get out of jail. Oh, Lord. Like escape or like a new defense? Girl. All of the above? So, forever the flim flam man. Yup. David was able to basically smooth talk his way into being a higher ranking person in the prison. <laughs> oh, right? Because you know prison has its own. Oh, yeah weird little hierarchy oh, absolutely and social circles yeah so what he would do is he would like sweet talk people mm -hmm. so that he's not the low man on the total book. yeah remember he ain't got no friends he got no street smarts the man can't <laughs> fight he's a yeah. little short fat ugly penguin yeah. lethal yeah he needs somebody to look out mm -hmm. for him mm -hmm. and people that he couldn't charm and sweet talk he would call his parents and have them put money on people's oh, books. Yeah. That's how he yeah. got to the air he quote bought the he bought yeah, he bought friends. Yeah. And that's how he got to the air quote high ranking <laughs> table. Yeah. And that's how he got people to protect him and Ugh, and all of that shit. That's annoying. So while he was there, 
um, he met a biker named Richard Steinhardt. <laughs> now, here's what's funny. Richard is a biker and a low-rent criminal, but right now he's in jail because he's a material witness in a murder trial. Oh. Yeah, not all people in jail are in jail. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you're a material witness and they just need to be able to know where you are. Yeah, right. you. Yeah. Exactly. So... Although um, David didn't know that. David just thought this was like another... Oh, yeah. It's a biker. Bad, biker like, yeah. criminal guy. Badass. Right. So the reason why they end up kind of striking up a friendship is um, David and his other clique members are um, talking about karate or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they're like in the yard giving fake karate chops to each other <laughs> because apparently jail is also high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. The whole world is high school. True. True tea. <laughs> uh, and so Richard is just kind of trying to keep clean and just yeah. whatever. Do your time. Don't do anyone else. Well, remember, he's a material witness. Yeah. So he's just That's trying true, to just true. chill. Yeah. And I just, just want to get out of here. Just do his thing. Sit here, go testify, and then go live his life. But he was also um, a black belt in karate <laughs> and a couple other martial arts because he was a professional bouncer and security guy. There you go. Credentials. So, right. So he has experience in hand-to-hand combat and watching this group of assholes <laughs> pull bad Bruce Lee oh karate God. kicks. I can, I can hear kung fu fighting. <laughs> Lightning, and it was oh so frightening. I love that song. It's such a good song. So basically, watching these assholes do bad karate on each other um, offended his professional sensibilities. Right down to his soul. Holy shit. As a professional fighter and security person who is well-versed and trained in martial arts and other forms of hand-to-hand combat, he was professionally offended. (laughs) Pearls were clutched. And I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him. Yeah. He spent how many years to get good at this shit? And these people are just... At each other. Like assholes. And so he goes over to them and he's like, this is how you do it. And he grabs like one of the bigger dudes. Yeah. And he like does like a little, like a punch and like flips the dude on the ground and then rolls him on his stomach and puts his hand behind his back. It's like, this is how it's done. (laughs) This is what you're trying to do. This is how you do it. There you go. David got a boner. This is a real man. He's like, I've got a friend, Woody. <laughs> oh. Won't you be my buddy? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes on a quest to make Richard his oh, best God. friend. Because <laughs> he's like, oh my God, I'm in love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in love. And it's the first time he's ever in love with an adult. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Truthy. Yeah. So, in the course of their budding friendship, <clears throat> um, David would eventually ask Richard if he wanted to uh, help him out and make a little money. Ah, opportunities. A little business opportunity. And 
Richard nails it in his interview in the book. He yeah. said that he could tell that this man had no street smarts and it never had a friend in his life. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. He 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 saw him for exactly what yeah. he was. And so, you know, Richard's like, fuck it. I'll take the sad, yeah. fat little man's money. I give a fuck. <laughs> I mean he's... What's he gonna do? So um, even though they were in county jail awaiting trial and, da- and um, Richard's a material witness, um, he decides that he's going to elicit Richard to help him kill the investigators. Oh my God. And Patty. Mm-hmm. But first, we got to burn down his house so that he can get the insurance. <laughs> oh my God. Because he has like a $3 million policy or whatever on mm-hmm. his house. So if you could like get somebody to burn the house down for me first, <laughs> and once we burn down the house, then that'll be the money that I use to pay you, yeah, for all of this murder that I like committed, yeah. right? So I need you to do some arson first. <laughs> <laughs> and so Richard is like this fucking guy, yeah, and he goes straight to the authorities. Yeah. He's like, hey, yo, check it out. Yeah, I got something for you. This little fat penguinito motherfucker. (laughs) And by this time, the trial of David Brown had come out in the papers Mm -hmm. and this, that, and the other. So, and it was on TV. So Richard knew who David was and had a good understanding of what he was there for. Um, So he just thought he was scum. (laughs) He's like, he's like, yeah, nailed it. He wasn't wrong. He was like, this guy is just such You're right. fucking I, shit. It sounds like this is the first person, the first adult who is not financially de- in, financially dependent on him that he's ever <laughs> met. Like, this is the first adult he's ever come across. This is his first adult relationship. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, oh, you're, you, and you, he's only used to dealing with, like, teenage girls, so of course yeah. he can't pull one up. <laughs> run over on right anyone older than 20 so richard basically goes straight to the cops and like this scumbag <laughs> and the cops are like oh it's so scummy the cops are like let's give this fat pig when you throw enough rope to hang himself and <laughs> see what happens so um Amen. yeah so the first thing they do is they let richard out air quotes <laughs> yeah out right because remember, David doesn't know he's actually a material witness. Mm. Um, the cops, because they still have to protect him from the people that he has to testify yeah. against. Yeah. They actually end up stashing him in an old bank vault. Nice! They, uh, he liked it. It sounds fun. Come on. He, he decorated it. Like, he, yeah. was, he was cool. <laughs> he, was, he was chill. Living in an old vault. bank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Living in an empty old bank. It's an adventure. Yeah. So they let him out. Yeah. And then Detective Newell um, goes to David's house mm-hmm. when nobody's home because his parents were still living in the home. Yeah. Um, and taking care of Crystal and I think Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes to the house and he just takes notes about what the backyard looks like, what the house looks yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. And then he um, gives that information to Richard. Mm-hmm. So then when David calls Richard to see what happened, yeah. 
it's like, oh yeah. So I start went to the backyard, right? Mm-hmm. You know where you got that shed. Yeah. And then I went over by the thing, and then I did the thing, and yeah. then I did the thing, and then I did the thing. Yeah. Houses lit up. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Good. Yes. My plans are coming my, together. My processes. Yes. <laughs> the process. It's the process. <laughs> He's so fucking stupid. It's like, if he actually burnt down the house, why aren't your parents Exactly. Or why, yeah, why isn't the insurance company reaching out? Like, you idiot. Or authorities. Ugh. Well, because he's just like, it's only a matter of time now. Yeah. Well played. I, yeah, I paid for the service. Yeah, and Richard wouldn't betray him. <laughs> no, no way. That's his friend. <laughs> That's his first buddy. one. Yes. Your first friend ain't gonna do you dirty. Nope. That's what happens when you trust adults. Inconceivable. (laughs) Yeah. Next, they were going to get a woman. They're gonna have Richard's girlfriend Mm -hmm. was going to hire a woman to get herself arrested Mm -hmm. and put into Patty's cell block. Oh my god. That's elaborate. (laughs) And then... Patty was gonna back up into a shack. Got it. Clever plan. <laughs> so much evil, Bugs Bunny. Right? It is cartoony. So they they wait a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, David and Richard are still talking back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girl found this chick, and yeah. we're gonna do it. Da, 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 da. Gonna All right. Yeah, my girl just called. Homegirl just got herself arrested. Yeah. Buh, 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 buh. <laughs> and then, of course, eventually he reports back that Patty's dead. Yeah. Success. <laughs> <laughs> All of my evil is going to evil. The final, well, next step. David's feeling very good about oh, himself, yeah. right? Yeah, everything is coming together. Um, And then so... The next step, and in all of this, him and David, or David and Richard, are talking about how um, they're gonna. That David's got three million dollars buried in the desert of the San Fernando Valley somewhere, <laughs> and they're gonna take that money and uh, fly out to a non exclusive yeah. country and just live forever. Again, he's expecting Richard to be as gullible as a teenage girl. Like best friends do. Yeah. You're my best friend. <laughs> Ooh, you're making me weep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't remember the lyrics anymore. It's okay. You're best, best friend. It's <laughs> totally what this is. Yes. Because, see, once Patty is gone, then we can take out the investigators. <laughs> that one's a little more complicated. Yes. We go and do some back and forth. <laughs> um, David goes and gets his brother to go pay off Richard like three grand yeah. to get this murder done. Yes. Um, about, you know, whatever. To go kill the investigators. Yeah. So the investigators fake their deaths no way they go as far as to get a fake story inserted in the newspaper nice. that they had, that that new orleans robinson had been killed i approve of this level of shenanigans <laughs> yeah they had a fake like not a front page thing but yeah, like inserted like, yeah like page five mm-hmm. in the back 
phony story that tragically yeah Yeah, exactly so david is feeling his little self right now no kidding the only thing that's left to do is for him to go to the dentist and escape (laughs) what right so now that all of the murders have been committed and a little bit of arson the next phase of this plan Mm -hmm. is when he has to go for a dentist appointment Mm -hmm. He's just going to escape. <laughs> Richard's going to meet him at the dentist. And then at some point, the dentist is going to leave the room. Yep. And David is going to walk up. <laughs> Richard's going to drive him off into the sunset. And they're going to dig up his money. Oh, God, in the desert. With his best friend. friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Because that's how life works. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. So That is so delusional. Oh, yeah. So when David's brother, Tom, goes to deliver the money mm-hmm. to Richard for killing the investigators. Newell and Robinson, yeah. the meat gets raided. Ooh. Well, on purpose, because Newell mm-hmm. and Robinson aren't dead. That's true. And so they swoop up his brother of money. <laughs> yes. And they're like, uh, like basically some men were killed and they were the wrong men. Mm. Knowing damn good and well that David's brother Tom is going to tell their parents. The parents are going to tell the lawyer. The lawyer yeah. is going to tell David that Tom got picked up. <laughs> and then he, they have all these phone calls and David eventually figures out that he's been set up. Mm-hmm. Newell and Robinson aren't really dead. Yeah. Richie didn't kill anybody. Yeah. No! My beautiful plan! (laughs) Also, the $3 million that was buried in the San Fernando Valley doesn't exist. No shit. (laughs) Um, that... Yeah, he didn't have it. (laughs) He, um, he... Yeah, he didn't have it. Nah. And so now, with all of that done, <laughs> they got to add solicitation of murder Yay! to David's fraud charges, the murder of Linda Bailey Brown, <laughs> and now this. <laughs> One, two federal penalties. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. And you know his world just collapsed. His house Yay. is still standing. Yay. Patty is still, still alive. alive. The investigator is still alive. alive. And his one and only friend. <laughs> his best friend. <laughs> Betrayed him. Yes! You, you can't trust adults. No, you can't. This is why you only fucks mm-hmm. with children. You can't trust... Peter Pan knew it. You can't trust anybody <laughs> over the age of 25. <laughs> 17 is pushing it. You can't trust anybody <laughs> over the age of 20. Absolutely. Fuckers. <laughs> uh, Richard goes on to continue living in his bank vault. <laughs> and he testifies against David and ultimately testifies against some bikers as well. Nice. And then goes on to witness protection where he's just living his life. I hope so. I hope he's having a great he's time. Just, he's, he's earned it. it. Whatever he did before, he's pretty much made up for it. Yeah. That's it. In May of 1989, oh, David's convicted. Yay! Soundly convicted. Yay! Um, in May 1989, 
Patty Bailey Brown pled guilty to the murder of her sister Linda Bailey Brown. Mm-hmm. She was sentenced to the Cali- to the custody of the California Youth Authority until she was twenty five. Um, when she was 25, she was released and she married a prison guard that she met while she was doing time. Uh, again, low, low bar. But I also don't fault her. Yeah, that might be like a, like the Earth's crust, though. I mean, she never finished high school. No. Has no education. No. No job skills. A small child. Yeah. She's never not been taken care of by somebody. <laughs> yeah, or taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah. And definitely the fact that she married somebody that she, a guard. Yeah. That she met while she was in the youth authority speaks yeah. to something fishy in their origin story. It does. But again, the bar is so... And I don't think she knows how to live any other way. No, no. I don't know what she would do. She like the guard is getting side eye. She's not. Yeah, yeah. But in a fucked up way, if not for marrying this guard, she probably would have ended up in jail, jail because she probably would have ended up committing crimes or something to survive because she literally does not know how to do anything. That's true. That's it. Yeah. She's been a child bride her entire fucking life. She does not know how to live as an independent person. But is she okay now? As far as I know, she is out there living her life. Good for her. Um, that, yeah, but she's in her late 40s. Mm. Like middle, late 40s, early 50s. Um, as far as I could tell, still married. And just like a housewife or whatever. Good for her. (laughs) She had a rough start. Yeah. Um, Cinnamon Brown was released from the California Youth Authority when she was 22. Mm -hmm. Um, She would later marry and have a child. Sadly, her first husband committed suicide. Oh, that sucks. Um, Cinny would later remarry and have a second child. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's just living her life in quasi-obscurity. I can't Mm -hmm. talk today. Yeah. They just went on to awesome live life. <laughs> they're just like you can. they're like seriously outside of a handful of interviews in like the middle nineties, like around ninety five, ninety six, mm-hmm. when this whole yeah. thing is hitting like its ten year anniversary. Yeah. Like coincidentally, I moved to L A. when this <laughs> case was getting its ten yeah. year anniversary and getting some extra attention. Um, first news story I ran into <laughs> when I moved to L A. I remember seeing it on the news, and I've been afraid of Orange County ever since. <laughs> and you should be. You should be. Everyone should be afraid of Orange County. Um, of course, David was convicted of murder, conspiracy to <laughs> m- commit murder, and conspiracy to commit perjury in 1989. Mm-hmm. For a brief time, he was cellmates with Angela Bono, one half of the Hillside Stranglers. Oh, what do you know? They were, like, good friends. Bono said that he was funny. He made a friend? He, he finally friend. made no, no, no. Richard doesn't count. Okay, Richard doesn't count. Because he totally betrayed him. Okay, He's so like, Richard I'm not doesn't count. This yes, asshole. yes. But the Hillside Strangler. One of them, yeah. One of them. Mm-hmm. One of the Hillside Stranglers. That's, that's his friend. That's mm-hmm. a real friend. Angelo Buono said that David could be annoying, but generally he was kind of funny. <laughs> Which explains a lot, actually. And Angelo Buono is not a nice person. <laughs> 
I don't think we'll cover any heavy hitters like the Hillside Stragglers for a while, but he was not pleasant. And if he (laughs) thinks you're funny, you're doing something wrong. (laughs) Well, duh. (laughs) Um, Let's see. In 2014, David died of prison, in prison of natural causes. Ah. He was 61. Yeah. That's it. We're done. What a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm glad he died in jail. Yeah, I'm but I'm mad that he made bad. a friend. I know, I know. <laughs> it's annoying that he actually got a friend in jail. But his friend is like a piece of garbage. A legendary piece of garbage. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the fact that Angela Buono was his friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, for that couple of years when they were cellmates, mm-hmm. um, David uh, was cock of the walk. Oh my, ugh. Like, yeah. He had, like, a, a friend. Yeah. Like, a bro friend. That's all he ever really wanted in life was a bro friend. God. That's it. <laughs> he just wanted a bro to bro with. You gotta bro with him, bro. Gotta know when to bro with him. <laughs> know when, when to, to show him. <laughs> know when to <laughs> walk <laughs> away. And know when, when to run. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.